The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts, Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly, and Shannon Gross. Thursday, 11.30 a.m. Central Time. And that can mean only one thing. It is time for your favorite program. Program. Program or podcast or <laughs> web views or whatever. It is a beautiful, beautiful 73 degrees outside. It feels like 73 nice. degrees. It's going to be a high of 82, beautiful. a low of 64. There's a live look at this, the Tostitos Championship Plaza at the Star in Frisco. And we are live in studio. We got the trio together. It's got Kurt. It's got yes, Shannon sir. Gross. It's got Nate Newton. Jesse, do you feel left out that you're not here with us today? Yeah, I feel kind of left out because, uh, like, no one... We didn't tell you that we were all going to be here. (laughs) No one told me. Everybody has my number. And no one said, yo, Jess, we're all going to be in the studio if you want to slide through. You know, I've been up there a couple times doing some yeah, work you with came some other things over at Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, you came and got your bowls. I had some free bowls was out there. You came and got your bowls yeah. yesterday. Shout out to bowls for yeah. that. See, you tell him, see, you tell them my business. You tell them my business. You tell them my business. <laughs> Nate, you know my slogan, baby. If it's for free, <laughs> yeah. it's for me. <laughs> Let's go. Wow. Uh, sorry, But Jesse. yeah, I feel left out, man. The gang's back in the studio. You know, uh, is everybody lights all down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got Chris Bean came in here, man. We got Chris Bean came in here and greased it down. Getting yeah. a little high off the smell of the lights on the microphone. <laughs> yeah, so we're good, I, Jesse. I was ahead of my time, man. You I was ahead of my you, time, dude. You, hey, you know what? With the Ain't nobody that made fun of you for two years for doing that laughing at you now. <laughs> I promise. I promise. Yeah. You can't. For, for a year, you couldn't even find like Lysol. It was like, if you found Lysol, it was like, give it to me. Once I was it, coming in and like, shh. Once again, the truth spoke. And guess what? Prophecy. Prophecy, my the man. Gospel, yes. The gospel, man. Speaking on, man. of. Speaking Listen, of I'm here for a reason, fellas. Speaking of gospel, we've talked about free agency. And Kurt gave mm. me a little note mm. that the Cowboys have signed a record 10 free agency. Agents, and that's not counting their own people that they sound that True. they signed back. Yeah, but every one of them was a bargain deal. I think all but one was one year, and they signed Sean or whatever for two. Are we in trouble because they didn't go get any like big name free agents, or do you need big name free agents? I know you guys have opinions on this, and I'm going to sit back and listen. You have to get the right guys, like you know. Oh, you by the way, how you doing today, Nate? You good? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. You have to get the right guys, man. Like the Blake Martinez's of the world, guys that understand the defenses. But did we get any of those guys? I, I, I don't know, and I but I promise you, last year I I already had a certain guy, me and him sitting at a buffet this off season, <laughs> enjoying our 11 or 12 wins. And I dropped the ball bad because I told everybody that certain donut-eating dude would be great. <laughs> it didn't happen. So I'm putting all my moms on the coach he, this year. He won't even say his name on the show no. anymore. He called him the wrong name, wrong name the whole year, yeah. and then now he won't even say his nah, name. That's, nah, nah, man. I, I ate my Dunkins this morning without him. <laughs> Believe that. But it, it makes you wonder, though, 
they, I think they've spent somewhere around seventeen to eighteen million on these ten players, and and it's like quantity over quality. Should they have spent, you know, get three or four players, pay them each four million or whatever, five million, and, and get better results from that? I don't know. It's a different philosophy that the Cowboys have been following these past few years. But as Jerry said, you get what you pay for, so it makes you wonder. But we have to believe, though. We have to believe that with uh, our quarterback coming back and being healthy, if if he's healthy, 85% or better, and with with our offensive coordinator with another year under his belt learning how to help help the defense – things would be much better with the added addition of the new defensive coordinator. Things should be much better. I mean, you can't – last year we was 32 in everything. So this year here, if we at least move up 10 to 12 spots, we should be all right with it, with, with the offense that we're projected to put on the field. Agree or disagree, Jess? Ooh, you said – look at that bar low. <laughs> That bar is low. Well, we have 32, so anything above 32, that bar. I said, how are we the the most recognizable franchise and the most expensive franchise and the star? But boy, that bar is low. Ain't no, you ain't got to even limbo over it. You could have credit card hops and get over that bar. But but no, I, 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 I agree with you, Nate. Um, I, I think the biggest thing, and, and Nate has been hammering this idea and thought process since last year, the ability to get back on the field in the offseason. That's going to make a huge difference. And as much as players, myself included, and probably Nate as well, when he played, how, as much as we harked and barked and moaned and groaned over OTAs and mini camps and mandatory this and you know voluntary this. It is so important. It is so vital to your team's progression, to your team's overall chemistry, and for coaches to be able to evaluate. It is so hard. Uh, again, you you have the you, you know you have the weight room warriors and you have the people who look the part. You have the guys who can walk in and got. Got neck muscles, got their earlobes can bench press 350 pounds. And they looked apart and and they had all these, you know, extenuating numbers across the board. And they say, well, the broad jump, that is equivalent to him being explosive. And, and all they have all these metrics that you can kind of pull from and all that kind of stuff. And it doesn't mean a red tail of nothing that they can't play football. And the only way you find out if someone can play football is by putting them on the field. And when you don't have an opportunity to see that early on, and again, you get into training camp and it's four weeks to, 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 to vet players, put together a roster, cut players, and get ready for the season, you leave yourself at a disadvantage. So I think with this being able to get back to some sort of what we used to know of an NFL offseason, it's still some changes early on, but being able to get at, get back out there and have these guys playing together, because I truly believe if they would have saw last year that, hey, the, these guys aren't picking this up, by the time we got to training camp, there would have been some changes made, whether that had been personnel-wise or whether that had been scheme-wise or fit-wise or whatever you want to do. But once you get into training camp, your mind is so tunnel vision on getting to the season and getting things going 
that you don't have much time to adjust and you're, you're pretty much stuck with what you're stuck with. So for them, having the regular offseason, somewhat regular offseason, gives them a huge advantage and puts things back in perspective because you can actually see does the metric, the metrics and the numbers and all that kind of stuff, does that equate to that person playing good football? Because you can run fast as hell. But if you run in left and the ball going right, you're just a fast <laughs> dummy going the wrong way. And it does it does no good for nobody. All right. Look, I don't know if we should say – let's save this for the second segment because Nate's going to have a big, big opinion on the draft. So let's wait for the second yep. segment. Because there's some news that came out yesterday that – You don't want to weigh in on the, on the defense? No, it's – what do you mean? It's getting better. You like these signings or not? Go ahead, Kurt. Yeah, he want he want to know went. what you what think. You, what did you? What think? do you think about these? Man, just pennies on just, the dollar. You know what? Signing. Just get me to training camp. <laughs> I, right now, it's just lip service. It's That's just true. you sign this guy. They're all role players. They're gonna nobody's. I don't think any of these guys that they're signing are gonna be like the. They're not gonna fix the defense. Right. They're they're stop. Stopgap guys right now that are just you're getting bodies in here, you're getting ready for training camp, you're getting some depth at positions. But I don't think any right now, if you run this defense out there, you're gonna. I think you're getting the same thing you got last year. I don't think you're you're still gonna have to score 40 points. It does feel like <laughs> you know a lot like last year. You had a new defense. It feels like, it feels hey. like the last eight years. <laughs> like they don't they Brandon Dang. Brandon Carr was the last big name guy that they brought in here that was you know that really was going to help the defense. Now, mm-hmm. now I, and they misused them. Right. Yes, they did. You know, yes, yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I don't. They signed them for one scheme and put them in a totally different scheme and said, <laughs> right. "Why aren't you being successful?" <laughs> right. Well, because you're not playing me how I played when I was over there. And then when they started playing him the right way, then they let him go, and he went somewhere else, yeah. and he had a pretty darn productive end of his career. So, you know, I, I just, I've seen, I've seen this book, I've, I've seen the movie, I've read the book. Just you know, I don't. I'm not excited. I'll put yeah. it that way. And look, I'm not knocking. I'm, excited, I'm not knocking these guys. They signed because I don't know a whole. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm excited about what. <laughs> Wait, First. let me go on record to say I'm not knocking any of these guys because I have to go in that locker room. I don't know enough about these right, guys yeah. that they signed to say they're not There's going no. to help. I just what I do know about everybody is. <laughs> You're replacing guys that left Boy, with I tell guys. You, you are the cutting edge, man. I Shannon, tell do you, you do, what. Shannon, do you, do, you, do you fear that, Shannon? Is that, is, that, is that a little bit of a fear of yours? Like, like, what do you think actually is going to happen to you in the locker Nothing, room? Nothing. But like, you do know, you fear that someone's going to do something no, to you no, in the no, locker room? Not at no, all. No, he's going to be asking these guys for interviews. Yes, during that's, the year that's what be, I. Yeah, I they, fear pissing someone off because right. I have to ask them to do stuff okay. for social media. So yeah. now, look, I, I don't mind. I thought you. I thought you meant someone's going to hang you up by your drawers. Yeah, I'm not like worried that. about that. I, By your no, Tommy John. But if I, I tell you what, if I do have an opinion about a guy, like I don't mind talking about it. I just, you know, I, I, if I don't have a problem if a guy is not performing, putting right. that out there. I just, right. when I say things, sometimes I'm like, you know what, that could be translated into this, and I just sometimes right. I want to clarify that I'm, I'm not talking. Maybe about I should take your anymore. approach more than you. You take know what? My you probably more, right? should. Yeah, I should. I should. <laughs> probably should. It's probably would would elongate your career yeah. just a little bit in certain areas yeah. if you would do that. But you know, that's a the whole different right. podcast. I might have to so, do that. That's a documentary yeah. that they should do on you, Jesse. There, there you go. 
Man, you know what? That would be nice. <laughs> you know one thing I, I got to admire about Jesse? The humble beginnings of Mr. Fourth and Long. A guy that would get up at any time of the night, run through mud, roll on concrete. He didn't care. Now he's the most opinionated, arrogant, KB stop guy in the world. You know what? Way to go, Jack. You know just what? Like, just, like, just like football, life is fluid, baby. I had you a, can change your opinion. You can change your ways. I had a few people reach out to me last week, or maybe it was the week before, when we talked about the final four bracket or the, the sweets, Ooh, the, the bracket. Don't even talk yeah. about that. About, about <laughs> man, Jesse is full of himself, isn't he? About Amy. He really got upset about that, that basketball thing. Like, he was really upset. I'm like, look. You just gotta know Jesse. Like Jesse's very. But they confident. won't say it to me though. He's they very won't confident. Say that to me. <laughs> they won't say that to me. They'll call you and tell you that, but they won't call me and tell me that. But you know what's so sweet so. about Jess? How so? <laughs> so matter of fact about Jess when he said, "Yeah, they'll, they'll they'll make it to the Elite Eight. I mean, oh, you talking about? Yeah, UNC. Yeah, that makes it. I was talking about the personal, the the Cowboys player bracket. Now you're hitting a whole other nerve. Oh, 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 I'm I'm talking about him as a person, full of himself. Not not his university. Carolina. He thought they was going to the eight. They didn't. He thought he should have been in the top two. He wasn't. But it's it's the same. You know what? Y'all are rough on. By the way, by the way, we while we're on this subject, Chris Beam. Congratulations. Let's go. Thank Congratulations. you. Congratulations. Chris is yep. the biggest yep. Baylor Bear supporter oh, in the oh, world. Man. Way to go, Chris. So, Chris, congratulations. Yeah, big week yeah. for you, man. Big week. Big week. He got a solo dub in Call of Duty. This this was it the same night or the night after Baylor won? Uh it's Tuesday. Tuesday. So the night after. Okay. Wow, so big man. week for Chris. Living right. There. Big week. Living right. So congratulations, boy. Chris. Keep, keep doing Baylor what you Bears do. Taking to Vegas. Uh, they, and they did it nicely, man. Dude, they Ooh. they look good. Yeah. They won the pool here, too. Yeah? Good wow. for you, man. Good week. Solid yeah, week for you, Chris. Solid week. About yeah. time, man. About time something good happened to you. <laughs> Uh, appreciate that. Just Something good happens to him every Thursday at 1130. That's right. There you go, Kurt. There you go. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. Kurt, let him know. That's the truth. <laughs> All right, we're going to save draft for next segment. Let's get – Kurt, where do you want to go? You want to talk about offensive line before we go to break? Before we go to break here? Yeah. Offensive line. Um, well, well, that's kind of – It's kind of draft. It's, it's kind of draft. Related. What do you want to talk about? Let's don't talk draft because that's going to be – that might be the whole rest of the show. Yeah. Well, I, I've got something for you. We've been talking about they need defensive backs and everything. I saw a story that said that these – in theory, the slot corner is becoming one of the most valuable positions on the field. It is. And I find that kind of surprising – in this day and age, and, and the article even said that the Cowboys are kind of playing this right because they're signing Jordan Lewis back, and, the, and they've addressed that in the past. But I, then I, I wondered, I mean, you know, they've signed Jordan Lewis in the past, they've signed Anthony Brown in the past, Orlando Skandrick in the right. past, that sort of thing. But they let guys, you know, that Byron Jones go, the outside guys, Awuzie, they let go, Brandon Carr, you know, back in the they let go. I mean, it, is that a philosophy we're seeing from them? And in this day and age, is that the right let, let, let me quickly. You remember when Jesse always say, "Hey, we need a DB that can reroute a guy, mm-hmm. make the quarterback look away for a second. Uh, th- th- those is what slot corners do. They take away that short yardage up pass, or what we call the long handle run, 
you know, the, the five and six yards, but first down, first down. If you can take away that and make it go out to those outside guys who are going to have to run a longer route, take a little bit more time, that's give, give the rush a, a chance to get there. So if your two slot corners are nice and can redirect guys and make that quarterback look away, you know, the Tom Brady's of the world lives on those two, those inside guys. And if you can take away those guys real quick by those slot corners, they're, they're becoming more and more important. And the, the whole draft, the whole league is about can you have enough corners? Mm-hmm. Turn it over to the big dog, think, to the gospel. No, you hit, you hit it right on the head. Um, being able to control that underneath that that is the little the the the, the slot route is the the death by cow, a thousand cuts, right? If 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 throughout a game that slot corner is eating, and it, and it may not be big chunk yardage, but it's change it's chain movers, and then eventually after about a thousand cuts, they hit you over the head over the top. You know you got guys in there who can't you know don't know what's going on, and that's how you you end up getting beat. So having someone who would be able to stop that that and you're not going to be able to stop or completely shut out a slot corner, but you have to limit the opportunities and, and limit the opportunities on third downs. That, that's, that's, the, that's, the, that's the money down for those slot receivers because what it's, it's basically doing is they're going to run a lot of stuff that lift the defense and then leave the little guy underneath or the back out of the backfield underneath because they're saying, if I can get the ball to my slot corner or to my third down back, I like my chances on him beating your guy one-on-one, whether that be in the route concept or after the catch in the yak yards because everybody else is lifted and occupied elsewhere. So having that person, and I do think Jordan Lewis is, is more than capable enough of, of holding that spot down um, at a high clip, being a good slot corner, uh, that's only going to help your defense a little bit more. So you like that, I mean, we just got done talking about their bargain shopping and free agent, but they re-signed Lewis three years at, Thirteen and a half million. I mean, that's you like that kind of investment more than going out and getting an edge, uh, an outside corner. It, it just depends. I mean, on on the talent and what you're trying to do. Uh, as much as I, as much as I want to think that the new defensive coordinator is going to be a miracle worker, that's exactly what they're going to have to be. Mm-hmm. You you got players on this team, even though they had success at the beginning of the year. They, they're still going to have little things, little nuances that they're going to have to adjust to. And you have to build these guys up. So they may ask Lewis, I mean, yeah, they may ask Jordan just to play that slot. Don't take your mind nowhere but to this guy and what we're asking you to do. How quickly can these guys lock in? You know, because when you have a lesser talented guy, you, you, you got to cut down on the mistakes. You have to be a, 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 a thinker and a perfect type player. More, you know, and I keep going back to the Blake Martinez guy. That's who he is. Mm-hmm. He's a tackling machine, and if you surround him with great players, he could be something real special. But like New York don't have great players, but he does his job and he keeps everybody lined up. That's what we're looking for: guys on defense that can line up and do your job and minimize big damage. All right, let's <clears throat> take our first break. When we come back, the rest of the show is probably going to be – this is not the the draft show <laughs> of record. No, right. No. But we are going to talk about the draft. And word came out yesterday in the national media that Mr. Jones is obsessed with yes. a particular uh, player. Infatuated. Wow. I think that was the word. <laughs> and 
I think Nate's going to have really strong opinions because he kind of yeah. he kind of alluded to this <laughs> a few weeks ago. You we, know what? We messed the month out, right? And 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 as usual, you know, one of these days we're going to start listening to Nate because he was right. Jesse's not the only one that's always right on this show. So when we come back, we'll find out what that little tidbit. I'm of just the only that's right. More, I'm just right consistently. That's all. <laughs> all right, Jesse. We will all be right, right back on Hanging with the Boys. <laughs> Just like all of you, we at Seeky can't wait until we're back in the stands at full strength cheering on the Cowboys and singing along to our favorite songs again. We're using this time to make discovering, buying, and selling tickets to events in Dallas easier. Plus, every ticket purchased on Seeky is protected by our buyer guarantee, which means you'll get your money back or better if your event is canceled. Guaranteed. Download the SeatGeek app today, and when the time is right, let's go. SeatGeek. Grab some OtterBox gear and get ready for Hanging with the Boys. From rugged venture coolers to tough-as-nails elevation tumblers, we've got what you need to keep your game day drinks frosty and your football feast ice cold. And with cases, screen protectors, and power accessories, you can defend your phone and stay connected to every play. Gear up at OtterBox.com and amp up the fun of every Cowboys game. That's OtterBox.com. 1996, a great year and a glorious decade. Dolly the Sheep was cloaked. Dial-up was awesome. Influencers didn't exist. Pants were baggy. And the Dallas Cowboys won it all yet again. Sadly, we can't go back to the 90s, but we can still watch the Cowboys try to win it all once more. Whether you're traveling to the games or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com. Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Petty Jean Meats has been providing high-quality meat for families for more than 90 years. Using only the best cuts of meat and quality ingredients, Petty Jean Meats still smokes their meats the old-fashioned way over real hickory chips for 18 hours. Fill your pantry with Petty Jean Meats ham, sausage, bacon, and more. Or send your loved ones a gift box full of their favorite items from pjmeats.com. That's pjmeats.com. Petty Jean Meats. Taste the difference. Back to Hanging with the Boys. Welcome back to the SWBC Mortgage Studio here in Frisco, Texas. Three of us are here. One of us is not because we didn't invite Jesse to the show. Jesse, I hope you don't have any hard feelings. It was kind of a... It was an afterthought. Kurt was here. They're making us come back to work most of the time. Nate's here for a you know what we what we did what we're doing with Nate? We're turning a story that happened on this show oh. into a documentary. A mockumentary. A mockumentary. A little behind little behind the scenes tidbit. So that will be coming out here in the next few weeks and we will talk about it on the show when it's it happens. A, uh, social element? It will be we're a turning social... the show into a documentary? No, we're turning a, a moment that happened on the show into a mockumentary. Hmm. So documentary. Oh, a mockumentary. <laughs> mockumentary. Documentary. Oh. Nate Nate thinks it's a documentary. I, I had to tell him that to get him to do it and that's why he's in the studio. It's actually a <laughs> mockumentary. So We'll talk about that a little bit more when we when we get to it. But awesome. right now, if you're watching the game in old basketball shorts or baggy sweats, that's for amateurs. If you want to relax like a pro, upgrade to the comfort of Tommy John loungewear. It looks awesome, feels even better. It's got pockets for snacks and is machine washable for any unpredictable nacho cheese spills. Shop loungewear at tommyjohn.com forward slash cowboys for 15% off your first order. tommyjohn.com forward slash cowboys. All right. All right. 
Here we go. Here we go. Nate had the foresight <laughs> to call this several weeks ago. Word came out yesterday on national media. I saw it on the Colin Cower show. I have not heard this internally, so I've just heard this in the national media. That Mr. Jones is, what's the word? Infatuated. Infatuated with a certain tight end at the University of Florida, Kyle Pitts. Mm -hmm. Which, from everything I'm hearing, he's a generational guy. They're comparing him to Calvin Johnson. He's a tight end. He's really a receiver that plays tight end. And the word on the street is, I heard... They they might entertain the idea of trading up to get him if he's there at a certain spot or whatever. Now, mm-hmm. Nate, you told us several weeks ago, watch, when we get within a month of the draft, <laughs> we everybody's saying defense. We all are screaming defense. The fans are screaming defense. We're screaming defense on this show. Now they're starting to talk about offense. What are your mm-hmm. thoughts on that, Nate? You know <laughs> – we looking at we looking at this guy, and see this is the problem I have. Now wait, Nate. He's got the longest go off, Nate. The go longest off, Nate. wingspan. Off, the longest wingspan of anybody in the twenty year history of the combine <laughs> when they're doing measurables. He has the longest wingspan of anyone in the last twenty and years. And every Nate. time he catches a touchdown, he spreads those wings out. Yeah, <laughs> see him right there. He spread. I see him. This yeah. is the problem we have. And I promise you, every time Mr. Jones walk into the building, somebody in media sends a thing right to his computer with this same little highlight. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so by the time we get to the draft, Mr. Jones, you know, he'll be sitting up there smiling and he'll be look son on the right and, you know, coach on the left and everybody be around him and we'll be sitting down on the other end at the top right at his table. And all of a sudden he'll say, well, I'm going to make a, a executive decision. Mm-hmm. And I know what y'all have went out there and I've paid you well to study these players defensively. Uh-huh. But you know what? I feel the same thing happened last year. It's happening this year. We had a defensive player lined up, <laughs> but we're taking <laughs> this guy from – call him. And Steven, I'll already be on the phone. Hello, how you doing? We're moving up to get set, 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 set. And it'll be an offensive guy. That guy right there. I ain't calling his name. That guy right there. <laughs> Kyle Pitts. He's sitting on the Kyle highlight. Pitts. I'll call That's him what, for you. And then all of a sudden, guess what we'll all be saying, including me? Man, that was the best guy in the draft. Mm. Oh, for he fell right to us. And then we'll be on defense, scrambling, <laughs> yeah. crying, Having to score whining, 50 instead of 40. in the league. Yeah. And then the funny thing about it is this guy will be the generational pick and won't even, get on, and won't even play for five games. Mm. That's, that's what's going to hurt mm. Won't even be on the field for five games. Well, what happened? Well, he ain't as smart as we thought he was. <laughs> well, that, does that go back to best player versus best player of need? I, I, I tell you sometimes, when you are, are hurting, and there's so many guys that fit that 10th slot. Like last year, like this guy, couldn't nobody touch this kid we got from Oklahoma. I mean – it, it, it was no, it was no argument. You you couldn't you you couldn't get you know you'd had no ammunition. With this guy here, unless they move up, that's the only argument you have. Like wow, why why did they move up? Why did they give up this? Now we don't have a second pick, or now we don't have a, a next year's first, or however mm-hmm. you do it, however he whatever he's worth. 
You know, that's the only argument you'll have because other than that, you'll be drooling. Oh, my God. Um, well, oh, we're going to stay in four wise. We're going to stay in five wise because he's a wide receiver. This ain't no tight end, man. This dude couldn't block my grandmama. This is a tight end. This is a wide Jesse, talk to me, man. If yeah, I'm Jesse, seeing it wrong, he he's a wide receiver, man. This dude a wide receiver. Am I wrong or what? Look at no, him. you're right. He is he is a 245-pound, six foot five wide receiver who they just stuck in at tight end. Say that yeah, again. Say that again. Six foot five, two hundred and forty-eight pounds. Is that what you said? In a four point four four forty. Four four forty at that size. Jesse, would you draft him? Would you go get him? Would you move up? I would not move up. I, don't I, move I, up. I would take the similar I, 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 you would? I say, don't move up. Don't, don't, no, don't yeah, move up. Don't I, move I would, up. I would not move up. I would not move up. I would take the same approach as I did a year ago. Have my defensive guy ready to go. But if CeeDee Lamb, if Kyle Pitts falls into my lap at 10... Get him. You have to take you gotta him. Gotta get him. Like, it, it's, like, honestly, Wait, Kurt, I, what's that face, Kurt? <laughs> Well, here's you, my, you have you have to take them. Well, here's my question, I guess, is that you have three Pro Bowl caliber receivers right now. You trade one. And, you get rid of you, bye yeah, bye Michael Gallup. You probably have to, I guess, because is Kyle Pitts as a tight end gonna give you that much of a difference over Blake Jarwin? And I realize, and I mean that, and obviously yes. talent-wise, yes. he is better than Blake Jarwin. But is he yes. going to get, you know, Blake Jarwin or uh, Schultz caught what sixty-something balls last year? Is this guy going to give you more than that? I mean, how much of a difference is he going to put you towards a playoff berth for a Super Bowl when you've already you already stacked a wide well, receiver? You know what's so amazing? What, what Kyle Pitts gives you? What Kyle Pitts gives you? Just on the surface. He gives you freakish talent. Okay, again, six foot five, a long wingspan, four four. An NFL GM said, "If you can control Kyle Pitts, the GM said you can dictate the defense all day long with a guy like Kyle Pitts." And you're saying, "Well, how, how Jesse?" Kyle Pitts makes you have to play a certain way all the time. Either, Nate, we were talking about earlier in the first segment, yeah. slot corners. Yes. You're not going to put a linebacker on Kyle Pitts. You're not. You'll be a fool to. You'll be a fool to put a linebacker all game long on Kyle Pitts. Too slow, not athletic enough. He's six foot five. Slot corners these days ain't running six foot three. They running five nine, five eight on a good day, six foot on a good, good day, six foot. You've so you've created this ultimate mismatch. And now, what do you do with the safety? Do you go too high? Right? Because I still got one of the best route runners in the National Football League in Amari Cooper. I still got happy birthday to him. 22-year-old C.D. Lamb who caught 880 yards last year, and I don't give a damn who you put Noah Brown, put Cedric Wilson, put Michael Gallup, whoever you want on the other side. So now, if I'm in, if I'm in too high, and I had to bring in a slot corner, I had to take a linebacker off the field to bring a slot corner or some sort of nickel-dime personnel 
to guard Kyle Pitts, well, now I can run the football all day long because I got a guy. I took a linebacker off the field. The safeties are so far back. Now, I, I, my linemen are like, I'm going here, I'm going here, I can combo here, I can get up to that second level, get these blocks, and now Zeke's not getting touched to the second, third level. Cool. You want to go single high safety. That's fine. Now, where does that safety go? He's going to have to play 40 yards off the ball because ain't no way in the world you're trying to stop the run, so you're going to bring that other safety down. It's a single high safety, so you're going to go man-to-man -man with Amari Cooper, Kyle Pitts, uh, 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 CeeDee Lamb, and... Hell, you can put me out there on the other side. And I'm going to give you 40 catches with that lineup because I'm going to get the fourth best guy. Come on, Jesse. 40 catches. <laughs> Dak would have a – Dak would – 40. Third <laughs> All I need is – listen, third downs. Third downs is going to be my money down. And Dak will have a field day with that. So a guy like Kyle Pitts not only is a generational talent, but he dictates, he dictates what the defense has to play all the time because you, you you're at a disadvantage you're at a such a disadvantage with a guy who's six foot five who runs a four four who again back shoulder fades throwing over the seam routes like that's just you imagine you line them to you line Kyle Pitts CeeDee Lamb Amari Cooper in a bunt set and line whoever else you want outside there how do you stop that that's pitch and catch all day long so it might not be the defensive guy that you wanted, but there, is, there isn't a defensive guy that we could pick in this draft. If Kyle is sitting there at 10, there isn't a defensive guy in this draft if Kyle Pitts is sitting at 10 that is more dynamic or can dictate more than Kyle Pitts would on, Kyle Pitts would on offense. All right, so Jesse's taking him at mm -hmm. 10. Nate's taking him at 10. Kurt? Nate's taking him at 10? Only if he, no I'm not choice. moving down to get him. You have no other choice. Really? See, mm -hmm. that, that's, that's, that's what you call a jam session. I mean, where are you going? <laughs> yeah. You, he jammed right on top of you, just like C.D. Lamb was last year. You, you could see guys. Wait a minute. Mm. Wait a minute. Mm. Nate has been screaming I for a year. You got to draft I, defense, I, defense, I, defense. I, I'm still and with you. And now you're taking a tight end? <laughs> no, I am still with you. <laughs> wow. But it's nowhere in the world that you have this talent dropped to you. Like last year, I'm counting and praying. You can see guys in our draft room, guys I was working with, they went to count like, okay, it's three receivers left. They're top 15 receivers. Oh, my God, it's two receivers left. And then it's two picks away from – you can see these people's eyes lighting up. You can see Mr. Jones all the way from his yacht, his eyes. <laughs> Their eyes going to light up, man. And it, how do you how do you defense what he what Jesse just said? You, you, you can't. You can't. Kurt, are you, I, you taking him? I fall a little bit more on the draft the best player that you need. And so I just don't know. Kyle Pitts, yes, he's an amazing talent, but you're already so talented on offense. What are you going to do with your defense? Like they say in the NBA, like, bro, you, see, you're you like, can't get you see, enough you're gonna shooters. To, you're going to have to outscore guys 50 to 40, you know. I mean, I just don't know. At some point. we got to score one more point than them. Uh, yeah, we yeah, tried that last year. 51, how, yeah, how we that tried work? that last year. You First know what? four what games if, of the what season. If, what if the, the – uh, you know, I bet those two tackles are probably graded higher. I mean, the, the, the kid from Oregon, he's supposed to be a 
Oh, yeah, the top, yeah. They're both supposed to be future Pro Bowlers. But who's I mean, going to fall to us if we was to go into the draft and let's say we go get one of our draft experts. You know, we just did a show before us. And we say, okay, give us the top, how these teams are picking, who's picking mm-hmm. first, and how do these guys fall to us. If it's, an, if it's enough quarterbacks up there, uh, enough premium tackles up there for this kid to fall. That's what happened last year is, is they made a run at certain positions. That's where outsiders wide receivers fell us. And I, I don't remember what run was it. Uh, it wasn't linebackers. It was a, another position where everybody like, I got to have this guy. I got to have this guy. And one quarterback moved up that nobody thought was going to get up. And once that one quarterback get up there, that started tumbling down. So who is that quarterback or that player that yeah. nobody is saying is going to be a top ten pick? Who can who can put himself at the fifth or sixth pick and make this thing fall down? Is it a deep? Is it a cornerback? Because remember last year they made a run on cornerbacks and it knocked these kids down. Mm-hmm. They made a run on cornerbacks yeah. and all of a sudden the wide receivers fell into our lap. So but, it can get ugly. Who is that team? Our teams that's willing to say, "Oh no, nah, forget Pitts. We getting this tackle." Yeah. Well, I think it's more likely that one or both of those tackles could be there at ten. And if you're going best player available. You don't, you know. <clears throat> excuse me. You know, Tyron Smith is banged up and hurt. You know, you know who knows about Lyle Collins. We don't Lyle need two of these guys back. Yeah, but we you don't. don't need but you're, that's your best player, and you want an off. If, I mean, if our offensive line is like last year, who cares who you got running the football, or who cares who you got on the on the receiving end? Dak's going to get beat up again. I mean, should we is that what they got? You back. get the best if we player. We get Lyle back, but we don't we know get, that. Are we going to get them back the way we are? We if know. we get Lyle back and we get the president back, we good. Uh-huh. Tyrone would be just a special thing for us. I'm telling you, if we get two of those players back, and you can't, you, we can't draft. You How can't much spend the rest of your life drafting offensive linemen. I, I'm just, I'm, Best I'm being player honest. available. You want to get the defense going. We're talking about generational player. These two tackles are supposed to be pro bowlers, Paul pros. I'm not going to argue with you. I'm, a, I'm <laughs> an offensive guy for his tackles. But I, I'm telling you, man, I'm telling you, you can't. The argument was about. This kid, right, with the eight thousand mm-hmm. foot wingspan. I just, I don't know. I just think there comes a point where I, I, I'm you with know, you. I'm with you. But can we can only get, have so much? Can offense. we be the last person to talk to Mr. Jones and say, "Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it." No, I don't get paid. Y'all don't want to have me in that room because if, if Kyle <laughs> Pitts sit there, I'm saying, "Do it. Yeah. Do it. Go get them. Go get the. Go get the freaking nature." Because it scared me so bad. I went out there and looked at the NFL.com and their top guys, the Daniel Jeremiah's, and uh, he had him picking some kid out of Michigan, an uh, edge rusher. It's uh, that Pay, P-A-Y-E. I, I can't even mess with his first name. <laughs> that, I don't want no kid from Michigan. I, I, I'm sorry. You done with him? Uh, Quitty Pay. What is Quitty Pay is Quitty Pay. Yeah, his name is Quick Pay, so we don't want him. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, we don't want quitty pay. So what, okay, so we've already said Pitts can't block. So what are you going to do in the running game? You're going to draft the number one a generational player that's not even no, no, you no, you don't you have to worry about him blocking in the running game. He ain't blocking the, the defense in. He ain't blocking the linebacker. What's he doing? Jeremy Sprinkle is his name. We just got our blocking. So you're taking Pitts off the field? We don't have to. Jeremy Sprinkle would just be who he is. So He'd just be sprinkling here and there. No, sprinkling. that's what I was saying earlier, Kurt. When Pitts is on the field, he makes you he makes you have to change the way that you play defense. Mm. 
So when he's on the field, you can't keep that linebacker out there. Oh Lord, you know it's going to so be funny. five on five. We're you know what's so funny in this draft? You know, you know what? You know what? If they was to get this Jerry pitch, you know what they'll look like, man? They'll look like the old Texas Tech. When they used to score like 75 points a game. Mm -hmm. Now, it'll it'll be some high-scoring games. It'll be some tired guys by the eighth game. It'll be some tired guys. Here's here's some of your recent first-round tight ends taken. Hawkinson, Hayden Hurst, O.J. Howard, Evan Ingram. You know (laughs) Tight ends, I don't know. Yeah, Eric, you and none of those guys are Kyle Pitts. Okay. I right. hope you're right. So, you, you know what, man? The big kid that was at New England, now he's back. He's with Tom Brady. Gronk. You let this kid put on like five or six pounds over a two, three-year period, and he going to be the blocker Gronk is. Never going to be the blocker. But you talking about running away from folks and hurting folks, and that's the type of kid this kid is. Gronk was – that's that was a different dude, bro. <laughs> this is what can he be no, that guy, Jesse? How he can he can be better than Gronk. Oh. Gronk is not a good mm-hmm. route runner. Ooh. Gronk isn't running away from somebody. <laughs> Gronk, know the, you, God, God, Gronk God, know the end zone. God, Gronk know the yeah, end zone. Gronk know the end zone. Yeah, he's six foot eight. He's Gronk six foot eight. He, 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 Gronk, the, but, hey, Gronk, Gronk was Gronk the recipient the of the death by a thousand cuts. I'm telling Gronk you, Gronk knew the end they zone. They do all Gronk. that. They do all that underneath stuff, and then once you fall asleep trying to do all that, here comes rumbling, grumbling Gronk for a big big game down the field. But Kyle Pitts would be more like, and I I, I will take the, I will stand on this mountain, I will die on this mountain. If Aaron Hernandez had not mm. turned out to be whatever it is yes, he sir, was, mm. yes, sir. Aaron Hernandez would have been one of the best tight ends to ever. Play, play the game. Football. You will never get argument there. I promise you. Never get a I, I watched. There. I watched him every single day. He was, was awesome, practicing bro. with him. He was six foot two and a half, two hundred and forty five pounds, and ran routes like a receiver. He was special. Okay, they cut me. I was supposed to be the last cut. They said we're going to go with four receivers, and we're going to let. Aaron Hernandez be our fifth wide receiver slash tight end in all the packages that we run. That's how special Aaron Hernandez was. Hmm. They paid him like that, and he was going to be, again, despite whatever happened, he was going to be the Hmm. the generational talent of tight ends in the National Football League. He would have been better than, uh, 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 what's your man name in Kansas City? Um, Kelsey. 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 Better than Travis Kelsey. Better than Gronk, better than whoever you name. He had a special, special talent. And I think Kyle Pitts has that type of talent. And where did he go to high, uh, college? Florida. 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 Same place. They both went to Florida. I, I'm going to tell you that right here. You can say what you want. They both went to Florida. You can say what you want about this kid, but I ain't going to let you talk about Gronk. Gronk was the man. <laughs> Gronk was everything. No, Gronk is Gronk, still a man. Yeah, yeah. He's still Gronk, that dude. Yeah. And so when this guy, whoever he's with, Jess, and I hope that we have a long relationship here together as a team, we will watch him and we will praise him, but until he surpassed my boy Gronk, no, sir. <laughs> All right. You know what? We wasted a whole segment talking about something that's not going to happen. It's your fault. Because you Kyle Pitts is not going to fall to 10. So we just wasted, you know, a good 20 minutes of everybody's time with that talk. But you know what? 
We're not going to waste your the last 15 or so minutes of the show because guess what? When what? we come back mm-hmm. from break, it's Kurt's no, Amen no, Corner. When we come back Amen Corner. on Hanging with the Boys. How great would it be to travel to watch the Cowboys win on another team's turf? Pretty great. But honestly, just watching the game from anywhere but your house would be fun. Even a hotel bar with some guy named Phil from St. Louis who thinks Oakland still has a team. So whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com. Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Hey, Cowboys fans, if you're thinking about attending a game this season, visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Stay at the team hotel, have dinner with a Cowboys legend, and experience AT&T Stadium's exclusive VIP Owners Club. Also, tour the star, get autographs from your favorite players, and talk X's and O's with me, Mickey Spagnola. The official travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys will take care of all your travel needs. Visit CowboysTravel.com. Just like all of you, we at Seeky can't wait until we're back in the stands at full strength cheering on the Cowboys and singing along to our favorite songs again. We're using this time to make discovering, buying, and selling tickets to events in Dallas easier. Plus, every ticket purchased on Seeky is protected by our buyer guarantee, which means you'll get your money back or better if your event is canceled. Guaranteed. Download the Seeky app today, and when the time is right, let's go. Seeky. Back to hanging with the boys. Tour AT&T Stadium, the home of the Dallas Cowboys. Run on the field, see the locker rooms, and so much more. Tours are available daily. For details, visit attstadium.com slash tours. And then, Kurt, you got something yeah, in your hand guide, over there. I don't know, put this on camera somewhere. Yeah, I'm taking that extra one. Yeah, now. draft guide's available now. It's on uh, <laughs> shop.dallascowboys.com or go to dallascowboys.com slash star. Kyle Yeomans did amazing work on it. Uh, Michael Villarreal on the design. Our, our writer's upstairs. It really Kyle nice. be hustling, really darling, man. I got it. Kyle, check it out. Kyle will be hustling on it. give you the draft preview with the Cowboys spin to it. I'll let you know what the Cowboys need, what they don't need, which maybe he's a linebacker. or Kyle must have done 100,000 podcasts, huh? Right there. Kyle's a busy man. Kyle is a busy man. Put that guy to work. Putting that guy to work. For sure. Kurt, you had a little bit to do with the draft magazine, didn't you? Yeah, I put that thing editor. I had yeah. to put it together. So it's fun to do. Yeah. So what does the editor do? Do if they spell not the word much. Wrong, if it's uh, anything like what he does on <laughs> the show. What, what, do? oh, what, on, what you you put what 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 does the editor? Let's just do? let's serious. just say quickly, this, Nate. Quickly. Let's just say this. Let's right. just say this, Nate. Kurt goes home at night and prays that he never has to edit any of your work. Because that oh. would be a task with all the misspellings oh. Oh. and all, all the grammatical errors. Mispronunciations. Exactly. Kurt would be there until the cows come home. But at least yeah. they have a job. 
That's true. true. That's true. Good work, yeah. Kurt. What, what, what does an editor do? But then they might fire you because he's working overtime. <laughs> you you read a lot, me. right? You yeah, read? I mean, it's start to finish. It's <laughs> signing stories, deciding what we're going to do for the magazine, then, you know, finding photos, getting the stories in, editing, putting it all together, final editing approval. So it's brought us in this year? No, he's in one of the ads. There he yeah. is right there on the fan. Uh, right there. He he looks like uh, grew on Despicable Me. <laughs> Letting his hair grow out. He's uh, lost weight. No, so. Broadus, is, Broadus is a busy man himself, so uh, we kind of turned it to Kyle this year to yeah. uh, do our scouting reports. He did a great job. Tell you what, Kyle, Kyle is, I, I, I love Kyle's story. Kyle is a grinder, man. He, oh. he worked his ass off to get where he's at. Like He took a part-time position and was... Doing podcasts and stuff, and yeah. did a little on camera stuff, and he's he's really oh, he'll, he's worked it out, man. We need to enjoy him while we can. Hey, hey on, hold on, man. Oh, on, he's going to be big time. Hold on, bro. Hold he's going to be national. He loves when we do this. This is supposed to be the A B corner section. Now I take it love, over. Yeah, when, when we, I take it, yeah, when you take it over. You know, before we get to that, <laughs> Jesse, what's your shirt say? Black mental health matters. Oh. Like it, like Ooh. it. Is there a story behind it? Black shout out shout out to my uh huh? Is there a story behind it? What'd you say? I can't hear you. Is there a story behind the shirt wearing it? Uh, no, I just you know, uh, a lot of times in the African American community, we think we've always equated mental uh mental health as you know going to see a therapist as crazy. Like, oh you're crazy, man. Like we don't go see therapists. You don't go sit down and talk to anybody. You know, you kind of deal with it on your own. So mental health has always been labeled as quote unquote crazy in the black community. And it's never been something that has been taken uh, serious in the black community. It's always, it's always been frowned upon if you go sit down and talk to somebody or if you're dealing with depression or if you're dealing with, you know, something. Sometimes they even kind of say it's, it's spiritual. Like, oh, that's just the devil in you. You know, when, 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 when mental health is truly... Uh, uh, it affects all black, white, Asian, green, purple, you know, whatever, all humans. Uh, so for, for me, it's just kind of bringing awareness to mental health and especially those who have mental health issues and the black community that it's not a stigma. It's not a bad thing. It's not looked down upon, but it's something that really uh, is an issue and uh, it should be addressed and it should be addressed in the, in the proper way. And my homie, Rich Franz, uh, he made this shirt for me and you can, and you can get these shirts or shirts like this at RF 84, uh, RF 84U.com, RF 84U.com. And he has a bunch of different shirts and these have mental health. They have, you know, a bunch of different things on them. But for me, it's, it's the stigma that's been put on mental health in the, in the African-American community by African-Americans that, you know, it, it's not a, not a real thing. And it, and it is. So just trying to bring some awareness that black mental health matters. Cool. Love it, Good. man. Love it. Good. All right, Kurt, take uh, it away. Well, a couple of things. Thanks, Rich. I want to get your um, take. We were just talking about it in the break, and I thought Nate had an interesting point. I want to maybe get Jesse's take on it, too. But in this day and age, are there certain positions, whether it be their impact on the field or their durability, um, that you just shouldn't take with a high pick, like the running back, you know, that changed, or uh, linebackers, they don't have a long <laughs> shelf life. Tight ends, normally, this guy's a generational, but maybe tight ends. But are there certain positions where maybe you should steer clear from in a, with a top 10 pick? Well, yeah. Uh, you know, I, running back, and, let, and, and you have to be, like I say, even as a safety, as much as I want us to have a playmaking safety, 
you cannot be one-dimensional. Like before you could draft the inbox guy up high or you can draft the guy that can play deep and cover all all corners of the field. You have to do both with equal flavor and hunger. You have to be able to do both now. You have to have a Darren Woodson. You have to have a guy that can do it all. Because if not, do not draft this guy in the top 10 or top 12 player. Do not do that. With running back, there's no need to do that. You know, coaches are smart enough. The offensive coordinators are smart enough now that they can find backs to do this. Our defensive coordinators are fine, smart enough to find guys that can do several things. So you don't have to go out and get, uh, you know, even that linebacker, you don't have to go out and get a killer. You just have to got, got to get a guy who's hungry and want to do his job. Yeah. What do you think, Jesse? Yeah, I agree. I'm, I'm, I'm out on ever drafting a running back, you know, high, especially not um, top 10. I'm okay with if you, if you kind of do what Kansas City did last year in, in drafting Clyde Edwards Alaire, yes. you know, just a 30-second pick, right? So it's like we we're good everywhere else. So let's go add another guy that we can add, you know, be a weapon to our uh, to our arsenal. But running backs and linebackers, to me, I, I do think that down the line, you know, there there's a, there's an Ed Reed out there somewhere, right? There's a Troy Palomalu out there somewhere. And if you get a guy who can play the back end like one of those two guys who are just a extreme ball hawk. And, you know, I think that's a guy that you might want to take a high drive pick on um, if, if you're looking. Because this is a passing league and it's only go- there. There are going to be more Kyle Pitts of the world. They're going to be more CeeDee Lamb in the world. They're going to be more Amari Cooper of the world. I mean, look at this draft already. You, you got, you know, guys in that first, you know, that first tier talent. Uh, Waddle, you got uh, Smith, you got Chase, you got Mitchell. I mean, the, the, these guys aren't going to stop coming. And as you can see. In the 20 years of the of the NFL Combine and all the kind of the pro days and all that kind of crazy stuff, you're seeing more four threes and low four fours than you've ever seen. So that means these guys are only going to get faster and faster and faster in medicine and uh, 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 and, and and genetics and uh, weight room stuff. That's only going to get more and more in advance. And so you're going to have a bunch of guys. I mean, you, you even seen some of the big uglies, some of the fat boys running. Five flats in the 40s. Like, I ain't seen nobody run that fast since, you know, since the, the, the delivery truck had hot donuts on it over at Valley Ranch back in May Day. <laughs> and they were running out of their theirs. So, that, I mean, you're going to need some guys in the back end to keep up with all that speed that's going to be coming at them on the offensive side. So, linebacker and running back for me are, are the two that I'm just like, unless this guy can set himself on fire and not burn. <laughs> then I'm I'm good. I'm good I'm good with getting him early in the draft. Yeah. That reminds me of a question I've been wanting to ask you guys. The you know, you mentioned that today's players are faster, they're bigger, better shaped than they've ever been, and that's only gonna keep you know, that, that arrow's only pointing up. Do you think because of that guys careers will last longer or are the collisions so much harder now what are collision? they? Like the collisions, or do you think they're man? There's... Dudes cut out of brakes hard and they get hit. <laughs> that, that's where we're losing guys. We're losing more guys to soft tissue pulls mm. than ever before. We're losing guys with torn ACLs and everything because they're coming out of brakes or, or they they cut. Uh, it, we, it's rare that you see a collision where somebody get hit. Yeah, and, and actually rules, get hurt. The rules protect these guys. And uh, and 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 it should. These rules gotta stay in place because you don't 
do that. Y'all go to camp. Uh, you haven't been to camp, but you go to camp this mm-hmm. year because I'm telling you, my brother, ain't nobody, ain't nobody really hit nobody. And if you get too physical, I've known coaches be like, hey, that ain't necessary. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so uh, these guys should be able to play a while, man. I mean, and I hate to pick on the NBA, but the way the NBA doing it, how can you not ever play for 80 years? I mean, they do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and I ain't got a problem with that. The more years you can play, his name the his name is Nathaniel Newton. Yeah, the more years you, you can, can play, the best the best it 61. is. They're not, they're not breaking down no more because they're maybe more. Is uh, there bro, such a thing as too much training uh, as players? Nah, nah, yeah. it, nah. It just depends on who nah. you are and what you can do. Modern tech, modern technology has yes. become has become so far. I mean, we got guys coming back from ACL tears which used to end careers or take two years to come back from. We got guys coming back from ACL tears in nine months, 10 months, less than a year. You know, Odell Beckham is, is, is running around doing, you know, all the kind of crazy stuff. People are people, medicine and and technology and science has become so far advanced than what it used to be. And I'm only going to assume that it's only going to get more and more, technical or whatever, you know, they'll, they'll be, you know, someone will tear the ACL and they'll have pre-made ACLs. You can attach back on and get back out there in six weeks, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, probably the next 10 years. So uh, modern technology and modern medicine only lends for us to be able to recover faster and to be more of whatever that thing you is, you already are that be even more enhanced. Yeah. You know, the funny thing about it, man, if you used to get a Achilles heel tear, well, it was all but over. You're done, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now, you know. You're a, you're a workout warrior. What do you think? You think these guys are just arrows going up? You know, I don't want to sound like the old guy in the room <laughs> where it's like, We're all oh, back in, back in the day and all this. But, you know, I, I, I think it's a little bit of both. I think it's – I think there's a lot to – I mean, these – I don't think people realize, unless you're – Unless you're down on the field on a game day, you don't realize the speed, oh, yeah. the power, like how, like how that. I mean, you can watch it on TV. It is not the same, man. Yeah. Watching practice is not the same. Like when those get it. Imagine re- literally yeah. running into a brick wall, running into that wall, <laughs> and it's e- yeah. probably even worse because someone's coming at you just as fast as you're going at them, and doing that. What mm-hmm. uh, 40, 50 times a game? Like, I, I mean, I'm all for these guys preserving their. That's why. That's why when everybody gets upset about players holding out and players trying to get more money and all that, I'm like, dude, get your money. Like, get <laughs> all the money you can because you never know when that's going to be your last paycheck. Like, so I, I think yep. it's a little bit of both. Yeah. I think it's. I think they're a little. Some guys are probably soft. Softer than they they used to be, you know. But I also think there's something to preserving your body and not yes, putting yourself yeah, through that wear and tear, you then, know. So well, yeah, even, I mean that's even, you know even going to a high school game now. I mean those kids are so much bigger and faster. Than oh yeah, and even it's ten years. That's ago. the thing. Like every year they get a little bigger, a little bit stronger. It's like. Like Nate, back in the day when when you played, how many six foot five, six foot seven guys? Too tall, and yeah. they, he was like an anomaly, yeah. right? They're, yeah. You're, but now right. that that's you know that that's not uncommon for a defensive lineman to be six five, six six. Every that's once what while, this six, coach seven. here wants. He wants the six four, 
6'5 guy. This is what Coach McCarthy wants for his defense. Long guys, athletic guys, guys that can do more than one thing. You know, I mean, do it well, not not just, you know, be half halfway doing it, you know. So, uh, <laughs> what's wrong? What's wrong? Why you laughing, man? Why to catch it? Way to catch yeah, yourself, cussed, Big Day. We, we, we don't have no FCC violations on this yeah, podcast, baby. We do, baby. man, because uh, one of my boys going from the Celtics, man, before a video got it. For all peers gone. Oh, how, how oh, stupid. stupid. We'll talk about that another day. That's yeah. a, well, that's all right. Well, fellas, it's that time of day again yeah. on Thursday. I hate this moment, but you know what? Jesse, maybe we can get you in studio next week. Maybe we can Maybe get you not. in the man, we, we ain't got enough room for the moms, man. <laughs> yeah. I, you want <laughs> that big wingspan, With all the, huh? With all the COVID. You think Kyle Pitts got a big wingspan? <laughs> Look at your boy, Jay With, Oh, Holly, my God. You know what? Every, every single Look person that, that came span, to me last baby. week and said Jesse Woo. was so full of himself was absolutely 100% Jesse, I correct. I thought you should have been a top four pick. I, thought, I think you should have made He was. Four. He was number three. He just got beat out. He that top. called you and four. told you that I'm full of myself. You think that bothers me? Absolutely not. Me? No. When you got an ego as no. big as Listen, yours, that I kind of like stuff a don't bother you. I don't like confidence, baby. <laughs> There's a thin line between confidence and arrogance, and you walk it very well. Very well, More on Jesse. Side of arrogance, then. All right, fellas, Kurt. I bet, yes, you them, I bet you none of them got arms oh like my God. this, Kurt, though. good seeing uh-huh. you. I Nate, bet that. I'll see you here in I a bet minute. that. Let's go do this mockumentary. Yeah, I bet Chris that. Chris Beam, congratulations, man. Great week for Way you. Way to go, Great Beam. Wow, man. I didn't know he was a big Baylor guy. Let's go. I did not know he was a big Baylor guy. He's a huge Baylor guy. Wow. It didn't even go there. Still a big Baylor guy. Go oh, really? fight, win tonight, man. Yeah. Sick and bears. Get them. Waco's finest, man. All right. Jesse, good seeing you. Maybe one day we'll see you again in person. Maybe we can get, actually go have dinner that we've been talking about for four months. That'd be nice. Yeah. Oh, let's do that, let's man. Let's try to get that together. All right. We'll work on it. Where are we going to go? Go over to your mom's crib and let her, fi- let her cook. We can yeah. do that. Oh. Sit out on the patio. <laughs> yeah. Have Miss Patty play some music. All I want is them cinnamon buns. <laughs> okay. Hey, maybe that's the deal. Uh, maybe I that's the buns. You want, the, you want his mom's buns? Hey, stop it. All right, we got to go. See y'all next stop. week. She what? Bad Hanging with the boys next Thursday, 1130. See <laughs> this has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!